0: Welcome back to the Adventure Continues podcast, and we are coming at you from Cape Town on our (laughs) three-year anniversary. (laughs) Today's the day.
1: Yeah, but by the time this comes out, it will be. Yes,
0: it'll be a week later. Yeah. Just a little less than a week later. Yeah. So welcome, but uh, we're about to go to a nice dinner and celebrate, which is our monthly tradition. We have a lot of fun plans coming, but first, the podcast. And as tradition goes, Mariah, tell us what we're talking about today.
1: Emotions. Being emotional, handling people with lots of emotions. We're going to get into spicy conversation because...
0: An episode or two ago, we had this line, actually a line that I said that I was something along the lines of, if you want to be emotional, fine, enjoy, or something like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And one or two people wrote to us and were like, oh, like, that's a funny line or what did you mean by it or whatever. And maybe other people wanted us to talk about it more. So here we go. Let's dive in and clarify and give you our point of view on emotions, how to handle them, What to do about them.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a two part. So this week is just gonna be the like the basics, the fundamental information, and then we'll go on to a bit more part two.
0: And even more of how you can put the emotions under your control, which is really sort of my goal for this podcast for the listener. What I want you to walk away with is the point of view. That emotions are something that are actually under your control as opposed to something that happened to you. And there's something that you can change. That it's something that you actually create. Most people think that emotions are out of their control and they become almost the victim of their emotions.
1: Yeah, or things give you emotions.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And it's really something that is your creation and you can affect it, not yeah. the other way around.
1: Something I like that your dad said is he said, emotions are tools mm-hmm. that you use in the physical universe game.
0: Yes, yes, you know, yes. And I like
1: that because it reminds you, it's like, it's not you. You are not your emotions. It's yeah. something you can use in life, but like, don't get it
0: confused. Exactly. And the whole idea that life is a game You are a spiritual being playing a game in a physical world. And then, okay, so where does emotions play into that? And that's really meaty. And already you can see like, whoa, this is like a little bit higher level, but (laughs) it's cool. Like it's actually kind of fun to think with. And even if you don't totally agree with it, it's another viewpoint that may or may not be effective for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like this podcast, you should hopefully like leave it feeling hopeful and excited for creating life not feeling like bad about yourself or like heavy
0: absolutely absolutely because everybody has emotions everybody Mm -hmm. gets angry sad they get worried but we're trying to get more and more improved and so that's obviously what we're aiming at exactly okay let's dive in so
1: first we always start off with the definition of the main word that we're talking about and Gal's a definitions guy so Gal tell us what is emotions how would you define
0: it from the definitions guy himself (laughs) Uh, (laughs) neat (laughs) I'm pushing on my glasses (laughs) that I don't have on my face Uh, so yes (laughs) So emotion is actually the handling of motion, how you can handle motion. And for some people, this clicks right away and it makes total sense. Some people, it's a little confusing, but you'll actually see that even though it's slightly a different definition than how most people see it, emotion is simply how you handle motion.
1: Yeah, and we'll give some examples to kind of, so you can see this point of view a bit better.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because you'll find that you have somebody emotional and on the other side, you have somebody who is logical. And a logical person is actually able to see what's in front of them and somebody who is emotional is usually really tied up with something that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Even if the past was a minute ago, it's still the past and they're really tied up in it.
1: Yeah, I do want to add, mm-hmm. a logical person still has emotions. We're not saying that a logical person doesn't have emotions. Right. But there is a difference and we can get into that more later. But in a nutshell, a logical person creates their emotions and an emotional person is effect. Of their emotions. They think they get emotions from things.
0: And that's the thing. A lot of people are actually effective or triggered by their emotions and they don't use their emotions, whereas somebody logical uses their emotions and is not the effective or triggered by their emotions. So how do you use your emotions? You actually are enthusiastic when it's time to be enthusiastic or, of course, sad when it's time to be sad and not just because you're a robot, but because you want to bring about a certain outcome to some degree. You want to be happy with your wife. So, of course, you're happy, but you're not just swinging in the wind at anything that could potentially make you sad or happy. You are creating your life.
1: Yeah, and I'm really excited to get more into that. We're going to do that in part two. We're going to talk about how you can use your emotions as a tool, but... We're going to, for this episode, really stick to the fundamental of like like what is emotion so you can really understand it. And then we'll get into that a bit more.
0: It's going to be really, really interesting. Yeah, How do you determine juicy. the outcome and use your emotions to bring about a result? It's something really powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. So to go back to the definition again and, and tie it in, we were talking about emotion is the handling of motion. And you can kind of use how much motion you create as an indicator of where you are on an emotional scale. And we'll get into what the emotional scale is, but I just want to give you an example. Like if your speed in your movements, like how fast you work in the day, is a good indicator of your emotional condition. And a little cheat code is if you're wanting to get out of a funk, say you're in some weird emotional funk, speed up your motion, just do things faster. Like just get out of bed and do a few things. That alone is more motion than if you were to lay in bed all day. I have this, like, checklist of things that if I'm in a funk, what to do. And yeah. every time I'm like, the checklist is not going to get me out of a funk. <laughs> but I, I just, a rule of thumb is just do the checklist. And anyway. That's interesting. I didn't
0: know that. What yeah. is it? What is it? Tell it's me. It's on Notion. Oh, Notion. <laughs> I love Notion. you got to put a plug about Notion. This is a software that Mariah is, like, super dedicated to. it. It's not like it's our software or anything like that. She's just, and it's not like she's a brand ambassador. She's just so into Notion.
1: Yeah, I have a checklist that's like okay, if you're in a funk, first things first is eat something. Mm -hmm. Second thing is set a 10-minute timer and do something, like clean the house or whatever. Oh, cool. And in my head, I try to tell myself, do it faster. Mm -hmm. And usually, honestly, by that point, I'm good. But I then have a few more, which is like do some exercise, which if I'm at my house, I'm not going to go to the gym. But I'll do like jumping jacks or something, Mm -hmm. something to get my heart rate up. I'll chug a glass of water. I have like a list and I'm not kidding. Like a lot of the time I don't get through the entire list. Wow. Another one is like call call like someone and communicate out. Cool. But yeah, and it always helps.
0: That's really cool. What could be really cool actually as an added bonus, not that we planned on this, why don't we put in the description of the podcast the list for people so yeah. that they can use it if they want. <laughs> okay,
1: I can that's do that. That's actually
0: quite cool. And then if anybody wants, they can just try out your yeah, always you working list.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: That's awesome. Get okay. out of a funk list. Yeah, that's really cool. So it is amazing that the speed of your movement is a good indicator of, as you said, your emotional condition because somebody really happy can handle a lot and they take on more and somebody that's not so happy someone that's more emotional and in a bad way emotional doesn't want to handle so much and yeah. everything triggers them and so forth
1: exactly and you see it even in like kids books like winnie the pooh uh-huh. tigger who's super bouncy and lots of motion he's the one who's like yeah. super upbeat and then you have eeyore and he talks slow and he moves slow and he's yeah. always depressed
0: yes you yes know? yeah and absolutely. you'll notice that
1: when you're again not in a good emotional state. You want to do less. You want to move slower. You don't want to talk to anyone. You
0: absolutely do
1: less is my yeah. point. Yeah.
0: So one, just off the bat, something you can do is get faster. I tell that to my staff mm-hmm. all the time, by the way. Talk faster, think faster, move faster, do faster, whatever it is. Fast, fast, speed, speed in the little mm-hmm. brings big results, even though the results maybe take more time as an overall, but the little things do them fast.
1: Yeah. Like I really will, if I'm at the grocery store and I'm walking home from the grocery store, I think I just need to walk faster. Yeah. It will just help. Yeah. I don't know. And I do little things like that.
0: 100%. Don't climb one stair, climb two. Just stuff that just makes you move a little. You'll find that in that moment, even if for a split second, you'll be a little happier. <laughs> really, you'll have this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love and, that. Uh, and that's a good tool just right off the bat that you can use just to improve your emotion. Yeah. Why not?
1: So I think the next thing to get into is yes. explaining a little bit so you can visualize an emotional Scale of like... Yeah. Someone who's super upbeat and what's like the lowest.
0: Yeah. And there's so many different levels of this and I'm not going to name every kind of emotion and I won't pinpoint something that maybe you resonate with, but the general points are the top, you have somebody who's in games and action okay games everything's a game you throw them a ball they don't throw it back at you and say what the heck they take it and like oh you throw a ball and they right away will throw it back at you and they <laughs> right away know it's a game mm-hmm. they right away anything that happens to them it's let's make it fun mm-hmm. okay you'll find these people at the dinner table will try to come up with cool ideas and <laughs> i don't know funny things to talk about or show you a magic trick they, they're always wanting to be in action mm-hmm. just below that you have somebody who's enthusiastic maybe not as much into like being in action as much but they look at life in a happy way and it's, things are cheerful and good below that you have somebody who's quite bored quite disinterested their general point of view on things is it's boring even if they're in a situation that's quite cool they won't be interested they're kind of like uh, about it you've probably seen those types of people <laughs> then you have people that are kind of antagonistic and angry They want to attack, they're pissed off, they're like, just in general, not into it. And not only not into it, but they want to stop the motion. They want to break the activity. Then below that, you have the situation, it's a very special type of person, which is the covertly hostile person. Covert means it's hidden, and hostile means they're attacky about it. They don't like it, they're against it, but they'll do it in a hidden way. So this is the person that smiles at you, but then talks bad about you.
1: Mm -hmm, The backstabber. The
0: backstabber, yes. The person who will say a very toxic, snooty comment at you like, yeah, you know, you did really well on stage, but I've seen you do better. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's a covert, hidden way of being hostile, of attacking you. Mm -hmm. Very, very bad type of person. Be careful. Usually they're hard to spot. Yeah. They're very hidden. Below that, you have somebody who's uh, anxious and they're just scared of everything and they're kind of around fear and anxiety. They generally don't feel that they can confront life and things are too much, too much motion. It's worrying. My anxiety is triggered. You'll often hear that, right? Mm -hmm. And then below that, you have somebody who's just sort of numb. They just, anything that happens, they just don't really care. And then they don't care so much that they go even lower and they cry about it. There's grief. There's generally they approach life in general as it's sad and worrying. And I've seen people of all ages be always in grief, like they always look like they're on the verge of tears. It's really sad, but they that's how they look at life as like mm-hmm. everything is. I'm about to cry. Mm-hmm. Then you have below that somebody who's a victim. And just like life happens to me fully. I have zero cause of life. And when you really got even worse than that, because in victim, you still have enough in you to complain. (laughs) You know, (laughs) right below that, you have apathy. Apathy is they're apathetic. They have zero ability to be cause. It's over. There's nothing I can do, not even complain. I am just a rock that gets kicked across the road. And it is what it is. (laughs) And it's, that's really the scale. So you can see somebody go from games, creation, enthusiasm, down to victim, grief, apathy.
1: Death. Then you're Death. just dead. And you really, like,
0: below that, you die. It's really an amazing, amazing scale.
1: Yeah, it and is. It's cool to... I'm glad you painted it out like that. So yeah. much more than just saying it. Because it paints a picture and you can easily spot yourself. You can spot others. You can and see where there's... You have to have motion to be able to go up and down that scale.
0: Absolutely. It's an amazing scale. And it wasn't created by me or my dad. It was created by, because we often talk about my dad. Yeah. <laughs> it was created by a philosopher named Elron Hubbard. Highly controversial. But if that resonated to you, forget about who he is. It's a scale that's amazing.
1: Yeah, you can just Google it, just like emotional, yeah, scale, emotional and, scale. Yeah, the
0: emotional tone scale is what it's called. What you can use as seeing, well, where am I on this emotional scale?
1: Mm-hmm. And why it's cool to be able to like refer to this scale is, like I said, you can spot yourself and kind of handle it. And we're going to talk more about that in part two. But also, you, you have emotions that when you're by yourself what your emotions are, how you actually are, and then you have like a social mm-hmm. like front, which yeah. is not far probably from your real one
0: yeah it can be close to and it can also be quite high sometimes you'll find oh. somebody who's really who they are is a fearful person they're mm-hmm. fearful like that's how they look at life as in a but lens of everything be, scary like,
1: super enthusiastic like oh yeah let's go do this, this you're thing, right you know, they like, might not be at the top they much. won't
0: jump that much although they have moments where they can mm-hmm. you know you everyone slides yeah, like, yeah i can be enthusiastic as my natural way but i can be fearful yeah right yeah but somebody who's locked in on fear but then out and about, you'll find that this person is actually, you know, cheerful or interested to some degree. Even above being bored. They might be interested in something when they're at the art gallery. True. But who they really are is a fearful person. Mm-hmm. And so socially you'll find that people can be smiley and happy and cool and because they <laughs> have to be because they're at this party that their friend invited them to. But in reality, they're a backstabbing little bitch. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's covertly hostile. In there. A toxic, <laughs> hidden backstabber. Hard to spot because socially, they seem really wonderful. Mm-hmm. But you need to realize that people have a social tone mm-hmm. uh, or emotion. Tone is another word for emotion. And they have what they really are.
1: Yeah, but by knowing the emotional scale, you yeah. can hear in their communications little indicators yes, that are like, yes. oh, they're acting happy, but that was actually a covertly hostile thing to say. Like, yeah. Or... Oh, wow, they sound like they're at four, but they just told me to like be careful. So like yeah. maybe, or d- different things, you know yes, what I mean?
0: Yes, things will come up and it will, if you actually observe, mm-hmm. you will see that even though they're smiling and happy, their eyes flutter everywhere. That's a good way to see. If somebody's mm-hmm. eyes flutter everywhere and they're not really looking and they kind of move back and forth, it's a good indication of a person that's fearful actually. Mm. Even though they're kind of smiling and with you, but they don't make much eye contact, they move from one thing to another, they are fearful. Yeah. So you can find indicators and of course you can learn more about that.
1: Yeah. But why? Why is being in control of your emotions a good thing? Mm -hmm. We really want you to want to be in control of your emotions. Right. So, babe, why? 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 Why?
0: Well, here's the thing. If you control, you bring about income. Income is not just money, okay? Income is anything good that you want from an activity. So, the income I get from my car is driving well and getting me to my destination. Mm -hmm. If I control the car, I'll get that income. Mm -hmm. The income I want from my wife is love, appreciation, support, help. That's what I expect from her Mm -hmm. and what I want to give her, of course, too. But if I control the relationship, which is not a bad thing, then and control can be often looked at as a bad thing mm-hmm. but if I have good control and we bring about great things and create I'll get that a wonderful income from my wife mm-hmm. so why be in control of your emotions so that you can have the income of controlled emotions and happiness and love and appreciation and expansion
1: yeah control of your emotions is the only way that you'll be caused over your life the second your emotion isn't put there by you, you can guarantee the outcome won't be 100% what you want. Amazing. Because now you're Amazing. not creating life causatively. you're creating it through what you think an emotion is giving you. Like a, mm-hmm. it's like a film.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like life will put the emotion there for you. Mm-hmm. Like be scared. So oh you're my already God.
1: effect. If you're saying, like, she said blah, 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 and it made me upset, you're already effect. So now you want to create something out of being an effect?
0: Right, right, exactly.
1: It, it's like throwing, what, what's that saying? Like throwing shit on the wall to see what sticks?
0: Yeah, or yeah, something? yeah. I don't know if it's shit, but you can throw something on the, the wall, wall to see if it I mean you throw shit if you want some people throw pasta and see if it yeah. sticks you know just depends <laughs> but depend. it's like
1: it's not accurate you don't know what the outcome is going to be yeah
0: you hope for the best and you have no idea what the result is you just are emotional you're just doing an action it's really interesting and by the way each of these sentences can be a podcast topic and as <laughs> we've done in other podcasts we'll give you big concepts just to introduce you to them and we'll probably talk about these more down the line but just think with this idea of you controlling your emotions is what will actually bring you the income you want from a situation.
1: Mm -hmm. And I know that this topic can be like kind of, I don't know, it can make you uncomfortable, you know? And we try to like build the podcast in a way where we say a big kind of a bold thing that will make you uncomfortable and then kind of explain it a bit more so you can at least see our point of view you don't have to Mm -hmm. agree with it but just so you can understand where we're coming from a bit more and it's just there's so much bold statements that it's like we're just trying to like say bold statement catch up yeah. Let me explain myself. <laughs> hold
0: on, hold on. Let me explain myself. And
1: I think that's why this needs to be a two. It, even has, to more, a a yeah, mm-hmm. it has to be a two part. But a two part, yeah. Podcast because just listen to this, and then if you have the guts, listen to <laughs> next week's yes, also
0: because we're going to give you even more tools of how do you spot emotions in others, how do you see social versus not social. Uh, Emotion, uh, how do you control the outcome of a situation using emotions as opposed to emotions using you, etc.? So, back to giving you big, bold statements and (laughs) interesting, huge topics. Another way that you can look at emotions is how much effort you put into something as a substitute to using logic or having data. Mm -hmm. Let me explain. Don't exit (laughs) out of the podcast. Hold on a second. All right. If you have data, you will logically bring about a result. Mm
1: -hmm. You feel like you can handle anything. Correct. You won't be scared or anything like that. You'll handle it.
0: Yeah, you have enough information and you can make a decision and all is well. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have data, let's say Mariah didn't come home on time, I start to get emotional. I get a little worried. I get a little this, I get a little that because what's happening? (laughs) I don't have the data. Mm -hmm. And you see that jealous people only are jealous because they don't have enough data.
1: Mm -hmm. That's one of the things. someone who's not emotional, someone who's logical will be like, wait, wait, wait. Let me get more data mm-hmm. before I get emotional.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And also someone who's logical will sometimes realize I actually have the data. I now need to evaluate it. Mm-hmm. Somebody true. who's not logical doesn't even realize when the data is right in front of them.
1: That's so true. I just want to say we, we talk about it in other podcasts about how fear makes you so blind to when data is right in front of you. Yeah. That even though you could say, look, you don't need to be scared because scientifically, X, Y, Z, if you're in fear, you're not going to see that. Information
0: You really don't see. It's wild, but you don't see. And so you have a situation where you're not able to be logical because you've substituted it with emotion. Mm-hmm. You get angry. You get uh, bored, whatever the case may be. And now you lose the ability to say, hold on, what do I want to create here? What's actually the best result when I'm at this party? Should I be bored or should I create something beautiful? Mm-hmm. And so that's what ends up happening, that if you don't have data, you'll get emotional. And what kind of data will you use? The past. Mm. When you're emotional, you look at the past. You look at what happened the last time that my wife didn't get home. Oh, my God, she had a bad accident. Mm -hmm. Okay, God forbid. Or I don't know if this guy is going to close the deal with me in business. I'm going to start getting a victim. I'm going to feel like a victim. He's not going to want me. He doesn't want to buy from me. I didn't do so well. I'm a failure. Because in the last guy that you met with six months ago, he wasn't willing to buy from you because you didn't present right. Mm-hmm. So you don't look at the data of, wow, this presentation is different. You did a better job. The guy actually did like it. You mm-hmm. didn't even see it. So you start getting emotional. Yeah.
1: Not only do you not look at the data, you don't put the future there. You don't mm-hmm. put what the outcome is going to be, Yeah. which... Again, we're going to talk yeah. about more in part 2, but just yeah. to get a little a little yeah. taste. Yeah. But we don't want to leave you with like all this stuff of like holy shit, you know, we want to leave you with like, okay, what's the solution? What are are some things that you can leave this podcast feeling like, all right, this is kind of like things that I can practice with, uh, Mm a little bit of a solution before we get into next week's podcast.
0: Great. So what's the first thing, Mariah, that you would say to somebody as something that they should do to kind of improve their emotional condition?
1: Mm -hmm. I would say educate yourself, like go into a Mm -hmm. lot of self-improvement.
0: Yes. Really that
1: can be as basic as clearing words like defining words that you don't know.
0: Yeah, amazing. When
1: you're come across to having a conversation with someone or you're reading an email whatever the case may be, clear the words that you don't know.
0: Yeah, or ask if you don't get something, you know, it can either be a moment of being uncomfortable and saying sorry, I didn't understand, can you explain it again? Or it can be a lifetime of being more stupid because you didn't understand something.
1: I actually have to say that the times that I've said, wait, can you explain or whatever, it increases an understanding with the person.
0: Absolutely. It
1: never is more harmful. Like, I've never felt like while they left thinking I was an idiot, I actually feel like they appreciated it and kind of liked talking about it, you know?
0: Exactly. You were interested enough. You asked. You made sure you understood. Yeah. And people like to feel that, oh, this person actually understood me. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is this, by the way, when you also educate yourself and self-improve what you actually do is remove the past you actually delete attention on the past which is what makes you emotional by the way Mm -hmm. even if you ask hey i didn't get that what you're actually doing is there was something that just happened in the past, even if it was 10 seconds ago, and you didn't get it. And instead of having your attention stuck on this thing of I didn't get it and forever in your life not understanding that thing that happened in that one meeting, you asked and you got educated and you deleted attention on the past so you could mm-hmm. put the future there by understanding and creating.
1: Yeah, and people think that like experience is so important and like, you need to rely on your past so it doesn't repeat itself. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is now you're operating on now, Based on a time that is never going to be exactly the same. Yeah. It's different. The situation, no matter how much you think is the same, is different. Yes. So now you're basing it off action. Like, it just doesn't make sense. You need to be basing it off what you want in the future.
0: Exactly. And if you operate based off of your experience, you will be limited by what you experienced. If you operate based off what you now know, that's a totally different story. So I have a friend who plays violin, okay? He (laughs) plays violin. Mm -hmm. That's actually his Instagram handle. In case you want to look him up, shout out. Good friend and very talented. When he plays, he doesn't play based on his experience. He has lots of experience, but that's not why he's so good. When he plays, he knows what he's doing. He creates. He can hear any song and play it Mm -hmm. because he just knows. He doesn't go and say, wait, last week I played and this is what I did on stage. He just creates. What's
1: amazing is him and Jody, they don't have any list that they work from. They just tell the DJ to play whatever song and they'll play it. Because In different orders. Yeah, they just know. And I'm like, how? How do you know that the other person even understands that they're on the same thing? And they're like, we just know.
0: We just know. And you can operate your life based off of, your past, or you can operate your life based off of, I know. Mm-hmm. And when you operate your life based on, I know, you're logical, you use emotions in a way that brings you good results and you create.
1: Right. Yeah. So things to practice. What are we leaving them with?
0: Yes. So first of all, I'll give you the things to practice. I just want to say one more time, Oh. Okay. educate yourself and self-improve. It's really, really important keep self-improving in the direction of having less past, not more. Not for having more books in your library, but for knowing.
1: Mm -hmm. Kind of ties in with what we said last week is always get bigger, always get smarter, always like... Expand. Expand,
0: yeah. Yes, 100%. Good. So things to practice, Mm -hmm. okay? Day-to-day. Look at what is the outcome you want to achieve in a certain situation. And again, we're going to touch upon this even more in the next one. But a key thing to start letting kind of marinate in your mind is... What is an outcome I want to achieve when I'm going to this meeting, when I'm going to this party, when I'm spending a dinner with my uh, wife? What am I trying to achieve? What's the outcome? And if you know the outcome very clearly, then you will have a moment when you might want to get angry about something, but it's against the outcome you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. So you won't become the effect of your anger. You will use enthusiasm Mm -hmm. to approach the situation and handle it. Right. You see the difference. Totally, yeah. Yeah.
1: So that can be a little drill to play with before the next episode because we're going to get more into how to fully understand the outcome, what to do, what you need to be, all this. There's a whole formula.
0: There's a whole formula. And not only that, but there's also a way that we're going to talk about that you can help your partner or friend or colleague or spouse to get less emotional when it goes too much and it overtakes. And why do they even get so emotional in an argument? Mm -hmm. Why don't they just remain... You know, loving and calm and whatever. There's something that happens and there's a thing that they're trying to achieve, which is a good intention. But when you understand that mechanism, you'll be able to help anyone. Yes. Just to give you more of a little teaser, we'll also show you how you can have anyone that you meet and help them to become more happy. So any interaction you have, you bring them up the scale.
1: Mm-hmm. Because we always say you should leave someone in a better condition than when you saw them.
0: Yes. That's so true. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a, so important. So you'll leave in an improved state. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is we're going to show you who you should listen to in any situation. People like to give you advice. People like to critique. People like to tell you what they think they should do. <laughs> we're going to show you who you should actually listen to. Mm-hmm. And I love that to. one. I love yeah. that
1: one because <laughs> in a time where it's so easy for people to give their opinions, especially mm-hmm. on social media, it's really, for, for me, has helped and you see a bunch of like quotes and shit on Facebook and it's just like
0: <laughs> everyone thinks they know what they need to do Yeah, yeah, so like, it's
1: it's really a cool uh it's kind of like a spam filter in a way. Yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: Very very good. That's going to be powerful.
1: Yeah. All right. So that that kind of yeah. Wow. Yeah. We finished that.
0: That was a lot. <laughs> but I really, really want to hear your guys' feedback off this. The next podcast we're only going to record next week. We're probably going to re-listen to this one and then we're going to fill it in with even more.
1: Yeah. Feel free to ask us questions to help us fill it in. That yeah. always helps.
0: Yeah. And if we kind of said a sentence that, you know, we didn't quite finish or you'd want to hear more about any feedback, please DM us anything. You can even send us a voice note. Oh, and yeah. we really this uh, program. If you go on the description, you can send us in a voice note. We can hear it. We'll keep it anonymous, or you can ask us to share it. We'll play your voice note, and then we'll answer your real life questions. And we've done that in a couple of episodes. Yeah, and
1: I think people like it, so it helps us out because mm-hmm. don't know it adds it adds a different element to the to the podcast.
0: Exactly, and be brave because if you have the question, others probably do too. Mm-hmm. And like we said, don't have the attention stuck on the past. Educate yourself now is an opportunity to get in communication with us. We love it. So please be in touch with us and we will address all that information in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was meaty. This was big. We appreciate you listening. We very much love your listenership. So thank you. And the adventure
1: continues.